0: Prophecy Club. Our topic today is how Russia is growing angry and now she has officially threatened war. And indirectly, her fingers are pointing at America. However, before we get started today, I had someone the other day say, Stan, you need to tell us something about yourself. We've been listening to you for a long time. We don't want to think about Stan. So I thought, all right, well, (laughs) what do I say? Um, okay, so I think today I'll tell you how I got interested in Bible prophecy. So I can recall driving or riding in the back seat home from church as a small child, and a few times I remember my dad talking about Bible prophecy. But it sort of went in one ear and out the other. And how I got started in it was I was out knocking doors. Uh, for six years, I used to sell these heat and smoke detectors. That you mount up on the ceiling and you wind them up and some of them run on battery, most of them you wind them up. And I did real good at that, selling heat smoke detectors door to door. And did that for six years and one evening I knocked on a door and a fella came to the door and I asked him if he would watch my little film on home fire safety. He said, I'll tell you what, I'll watch your little film on home fire safety if at the end you'll listen to me. And I thought that's fine, Bub. You got a deal because you're sold, so <laughs> and you don't even know it. Because in those days, you know, I was a five-time national sales champion, and um, you know, like number one in the nation most of the time. And uh, I thought I was really good. Looking back, it was the hand of the Lord teaching me stickability, perseverance, sticking me, uh, teaching me to keep going in the face of a lot of rejection and adversity. And today. It has come in handy (laughs) as a watchman. Some of you know what I'm talking about. So I went in and I gave my little presentation. And at the end, he didn't buy. But then he says, "Okay, now my turn. I said, all right, fine, Bob, go ahead. So he started trying to lead me to the Lord. But I grew up in church. And I had just recently gone through a little class where they were teaching people how to lead someone to the Lord. So I said, well, no, I actually, I'm, I'm saved. And he's, he asked me several questions, good questions, to see if I really knew what I was talking about. And I could quote the verses back to him. I think I quoted him uh, Ephesians 2, 8, and 9. And, you know, I, I know him only kind of casually. Anyway, then he handed me a tape. Now, this is what changed my life. It was called, The Russians, no, The Buzzards Are Coming. It was by Pastor Jack Hiles out of Hammond, Indiana Baptist Church. And I took it home and it was telling about how in the last days there's going to be a great war between Russia and the devil. Basically, when Russia comes down to attack Israel at Armageddon and then it's going to take seven months for the fowls to eat the people killed in that one battle. And he said that right now, instead of laying one egg, the buzzards in Israel are now laying four eggs. So that's proven that Armageddon is just about to happen. And I thought, what? You mean the Bible foretells the future? Really? The Bible foretells the future? Really? All right, I got to get into this. So I got my Bible out. And I started reading it, and I started devouring it. Now, I didn't care much about that Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John stuff, a whole bunch of stuff in the Old Testament. I wanted to know prophecy. So I, I started devouring it. But I then quickly saw, this is deep stuff. There's a lot of thing, things in here I do not even understand. So I, I made a couple of mistakes. One is I went and bought, uh, oh, let's see, what's his name? The late great planet Earth with Hal Lindsey... I bought another book that was really good. I wish I'd still had that and which one it was. can't tell you. Times wish I'd kept that book, but I specifically remember throwing it away when we were moving sometime. But when I read Late Great Planet Earth, it showed me one thing. It showed me that the Bible is foretelling the future very accurately. So I started devouring it. Then I wrote up an article on why I believed that Revelation 18 is talking about America. And I had it in my hands. I don't know why to this day, other uh, than just the hand of God. See, I didn't think God cared much about me, you know, a little me. And, but he cares about everybody. But I had my hands walking out to the car. And I saw this lady across the street getting in her car. And so there's only a few more steps over. So I walked over and says, uh, are you a Christian? And she turns around with a big smile on her face and says, yes. I said, do you like Bible prophecy? She said, yes, yes. I said, okay, well, I wrote up this little article here. Tell me what you think. And I handed it to her. She said, okay, I'd be delighted. So that evening I got home, and this was a long time before cell phones. This is about 19, oh my goodness, about 1980, would have been about 86. I walked in, my wife says, what did you do? Nothing? You know. <laughs> what is it this time? I don't know. She says, neighbors have been calling all day long. They want to have a Bible study, and they want you to lead it. Me? Me? Lead a Bible study? I thought, well, I mean, I do like studying prophecy. I do like studying the Bible. Uh, maybe the best way to learn it is to teach it. I okay. So we started a Bible study. When do we do it? Well, how about Sabbath? So we started at Friday night from 7 to 10. A lot of times people didn't leave till 11 or 12 o'clock at night. A couple of them even stayed overnight. In other words, the, the, the Bible study really grew, and it was really, really good because we just read and studied the Bible. Now, that's where it started, and I believe that Bible study got me started in really digging in deep into the Word and also to the Bible prophecies. Okay. Oh, w- one more thing. Uh, things kind of tight financially at the Prophecy Club right now. Uh, if God has blessed you and if Prophecy Club has blessed you and if you can see your way clear to remember us when your giving time comes, that would be a good thing. I would I really appreciate that. We could really use your help right now. It took me about 20 minutes to make these two loaves in my kitchen at an ingredient cost of about $12 each. In a time of food shortage and emergency, I'm going to cut each one of these loaves into 14 slices. Eat a slice in the morning. and the afternoon, I'll be satisfied. You want long-term food storage? You want to cut your food costs? Here it is. Eat two whole wheat bread slices daily for about a year for about $800 each. josephkitchen.com's wheat berries come in a nitrogen-infused 7-gallon pail for long-term storage. Most other emergency food costs about $10,000 per person per year. That's right, about $10,000 per person per year. But at Joseph Kitchen, you could do it for about $1,000 per person per year. Now, to get started at josephkitchen.com, you're going to need a machines package. That's going to give you the grinder, the bread machine, the knife slicer, all you need to make bread. And then you decide how much food you want to get. You want food six people one year, four people one year, two people one year, or just one person for a year, all at josephkitchen.com. About $1,000 per person per year at JosephsKitchen.com. Use the promo code PROPHECYCLUB. Get you a $50 discount. josephkitchen.com, promo code PROPHECYCLUB for a $50 discount on your first order. Russia angry threatens war. This comes to us from Pravda. This is Russian news. Dmitry Medvedev, on NATO-Russia war, earth will burn and concrete will melt. What? This is a Russian. This is a Russian leader. Look what he's saying. He's saying that the earth is going to burn and concrete is going to melt. Well, the only thing that can do that would be nuclear. He says, our sworn friends, Western bosses of various ranks, So here he is specifically talking to the Western nations, in general NATO, but specifically he's talking to America. He's giving us a warning. Now, do you remember Dimitri Dudeman? I know we've got a lot of new listeners, so let me take just a quick second. Dimitri Dudeman was the guy that smuggled Bibles into Romania and Russia for 30 years. They couldn't catch him smuggling the Bibles, so they arrested him anyway. Put through five months of torture, finally they got angry at him, put him under an electric chair trying to get him to tell how he got the Bibles through. As the electricity is going through him, he thinks he's going to die. But about that time, the whole room lights up with white light. The angel Gabriel appears in the room. Dimitri, look at me. You're not going to die. You're going to America to give them a warning from God. Plead the blood of Jesus. He says, so I started saying, send you, Louis, send you Louis, which is Romanian for the blood of Jesus. Long story short, they couldn't kill him. They put him on the electric chair twice. Could not kill him. Long story short, four years later, he arrived in America, 1984. Gabriel, the same angel, appeared to him again. He said, get beside me. He showed him California, Las Vegas, New York, and Florida. See what I've shown you? This is Sodom and Gomorrah. One day, it will burn. How? America is so powerful. He said, the fall of America will start with an internal revolution in America started by the communists some of the people will start fighting against the government. The government will be busy, with, be busy with internal problems. Then from the oceans, Russia, Cuba, Nicaragua, Central America, Mexico, and two of the countries I can't remember. That's what he said. That's what Demetri said. The angel could remember. but And America will be defeated in one hour. So great riches will come to naught. Now, there's more, but that's where I want to get to. That's, that's the point. That's, in other words, we're getting close to that. That's my point. I don't think it's this year, nor next year, but this is showing you just that we're on the path. Earth will burn, concrete will melt. Our sworn friends are Western bosses of various ranks to whom this hysterical appeal is addressed. If these halfwits, talking about America, if these halfwits continue the unrestrained supplies of most dangerous types of weapons to the Kiev regime, in other words, let's put it this way, if there's three people in the parking lot, Two guys are about to fight, throw rocks at each other. But the third one is picking up rocks and handing it to one. Is he involved in the fight? Well, you could say, well, he didn't throw a rock. But is he involved in the fight if he's handing the guy the rocks? Yes. Okay, well, that's what we're doing. We are sending war supplies by the billions over to Ukraine. And inside sources are going to say that it's not just supplies, but it's also men. I've got an article here to show you. So he's saying these half-wits, meaning America, continue the unrestrained supplying of, of, of weapons of war, military weapons, to Ukraine. That is, that's what we would say. He says sooner or later the military campaign will move to another level. What is he saying? He's saying if America doesn't get out of the war with Russia now, now, sooner or later, it will turn into a full-blown war. That's the way we would say it. Now, it's worded really fancy here. I'll read it again, but that's what he's saying. If these half-wits, America, continue the unrestrained supplies of the most dangerous types of weapons, war weapons, to the Kiev regime or to Ukraine, sooner or later the military campaign will move to another level. In other words, sooner or later, Russia and America are going to be fighting each other directly. Visible boundaries and potential predictability of the actions of the parties to the conflict will disappear. In other words... All of the lines of communication are going to disappear. See, just before there's a war, that's one of the first things that cuts off. They stop talking. Generally, when two guys in the parking lot stop talking, fists start flying. Same thing here. When two nations stop talking, nuclear weapons start getting delivered. That's what he's saying. He says it'll develop on its own military scenario getting new participants involved, meaning... It won't just be Russia and America, but it'll be like half of the world against half of the world. This is really, this comes from providence. This is, this is Russia saying, look it, I'm warning you. They are drawing a line in the sand and they're saying, if you don't stop stepping over that line, I'm going to bust you in the chops. Western countries will no longer be able to stay in their clean houses and apartments laughing at how they masterfully weaken Russia by proxy. What's he saying? I'm going to wipe that smirk off your face, America. I'm going to slap it off. That's the way we would talk down Texas. Laughing at how they masterfully weaken Russia by proxy. In other words, we're sending weapons, we're letting Ukrainians pull the trigger. Well, we are involved in the war. Everything around them will be on fire. What's he saying? He's threatening a nuclear war. Look. This is from Provida. Read it again. Earth will burn. Concrete will melt. Two guys in the parking lot would say it this way. You're going to be picking yourself up off the ground, boy. They would say it this way. One stands with a rock in hand. The other stands with another rock in hand. Or one stands with a knife in hand. The other with a knife in hand. Somebody's going to be mopping up your blood today, boy. And yet, America can't seem to hear. Or, or, or maybe the maybe the Americans, the Moloch and ball worshippers in charge of America, maybe they know exactly what they're doing. See if they can't destroy America from within they're also working to destroy from America without well there's only one nation on the earth that could really destroy America, especially with nuclear weapons in one hour that would be Russia. so how do we get Russia to attack us and yeah maybe China but how do we get Russia to attack us? Here we go. This is what's, let's finish reading this. Their experience will experience, their people will experience trouble in full. What's he saying? Everyone around them will be on fire. Their people will experience trouble in full. He's saying, I'm going to knock your block off. I'm going to bust your teeth out. Now, again, that's the way we talk in Texas. They're, they're saying it more kindly, but Americans aren't listening. Everything around them will be on fire. Their people will experience trouble in full. The earth will be on fire, and concrete will melt in the truest sense of the word. I don't know how you can say it any more directly other than just saying it. If you don't stop sending weapons to Ukraine, I'm going to hit you with nuclear weapons. That's what they're saying. We will get to experience big problems as well. Yes, we understand that. Everyone will be in big, big trouble. What he's saying is, yes, if we attack America... We believe we can take out America. I believe the Russians believe that they can, and the prophecies say they will, in fact, win a war against America. They also understand that their nation is going to suffer a lot, too. They're really saying, I really, really don't want this. I don't want this. But if you don't stop handing rocks to my enemy, I'm going to bust you in the chops, boy. Blunt warnings from Russia foreign minister, and the Federation Council comes to us from Hal Turner. Now what is he saying? They're giving blunt warnings that this is, he's commenting on the same guy. It's the same event, but two different news sources are commenting on it. He says so blunt warnings come from Russia, foreign ministry and Federation Council saying nuclear war is coming. Russia is openly saying, look it, we're going to hit you with nuclear weapons if you don't stop giving all of these weapons to Ukraine. He goes on to say, Ukraine sponsors have been given two tough ultimatums. He says, The one-time success at the front last week is only beautifully shown in the press. The death toll along the entire line of clashes has exceeded 10,000 Ukrainians. Okay, so 10,000 Ukrainians have been killed by the Russians. The Russians are openly admitting this. The wounded fill all the hospitals. There's a shortage of ambulances. The Russian Allied forces put the Nazis in one fight by the hundreds. Then the political situation deteriorated. There were rumors in Ukraine that it was Russia who retreated to make a camouflage maneuver before something grandiose. He says Ukraine and more of its sponsors apparently have been given a tough ultimatum. That is, this grain that's coming out of Ukraine, either it goes to Africa and Russia or There's going to be problems to pay. Or the Russian Navy, again, is going to start blocking Ukrainian ports. It says, by this time, with the landing of the Russian troops, with the destruction of the entire port infrastructure, Russia is saying, I'll let you have some grain. I'll let you move some grain out of your country, Ukraine. But if you don't start getting it to the right people, like Africa and Russia, why didn't he want to go to EU? Because EU has all of these sanctions against him. So Russia is putting all the sanctions against the EU. He said, if you don't send it to Russia and to, to Africa like it's supposed to go to, I should say to Africa, not to Russia, to Africa, then we're going to cut it off again. And we will be willing to destroy your ports. So it's about, it's about to get to a new level. And he's not just talking about between Ukraine and Russia. He's including America. And America has included ourselves. We have involved ourselves into this war. He says, if these idiots continue the unrestrained pumping of the Kiev regime with the most dangerous types of weapons. See, this. those, those words are the same words that this guy here says. Uh, with dangerous types of weapons. Right here, right here. Okay. It's just translated a little bit different. One from Russian. Anyway. But the point is, they're threatening war. Russia is saying, if you don't stop arming Ukraine, I'm going to take you out, America. He says, here in another way, it will move to another level. Now, i say all that to get to this one. This is Hal Turner's analysis. He says, Medvedev makes no secret of his nuclear threat. When he wrote, everything will catch fire around them, and they will literally have the earth burning and concrete melting. He is clearly and unambiguously referring to exactly what takes place upon a nuclear explosion. As I said, he's saying, we're going to use nukes on your America. America's not listening. Because evil people in high places of America want to take out America. Because America's the world police officer. America's the thing that's holding the Antichrist back from sitting on his throne. We in the West are being warned yet again that the actions we are undertaking will result in U.S. getting hit by Russian nuclear weapons. We are causing the Russians to get angry at us, just like the prophecy given to Dmitri told us, so that the Russian bear gets angry enough to attack us. And, of course, the, the Russian bear doesn't do it the bad way, in little small skirmishes. It's a surprise, massive attack where we were taken out before we could blink. How much more forthright can the Russians be? The answer is... Uh, I don't know what else they could say. I mean, they said that nicely and kindly, but it's a threat. They're telling us what will happen. They have warned us over and over and over again since their special military operations began in February. Yet, our public servants and government seem to laugh it all off as some sort of posturing. It's because they, people, many of the people in leadership, not all, but many of the people in leadership in America want to destroy America. Because the first allegiance is not to America. The first allegiance is to their man, the Antichrist, They want him sitting on the throne. They got to take down America to get the Antichrist on the throne. One final. By continuing to supply ever more lethal weaponry to Ukraine, the public services and government, both here in the USA and over in Europe, are going to get a lot of us killed. Read that again. By continuing to supply Ukraine, you're going to get a bunch of Americans and Europeans and Russians all killed. He says they should stop what they're doing and let Ukraine fall. I agree. I agree. While Foreign Minister Lavrov focused on the grain scam, where out of 87 cargo vessels filled with Ukrainian grain, this is 87 cargo vessels, not 87 containers, okay? Only two vessels went to needy countries. The rest went to Europe. So Russia doesn't want the grain going to Europe, since Russia has cut off. Excuse me. Since Europe has cut off Russia, Medvedev is openly warning NATO that if they continue pouring weapons in Ukraine to kill Russians, then the borders of NATO countries will disappear and the Russian army will commence operations. Now I said that we're involved. Almost directly. Hal Turner again. Every third soldier in Kyiv offensive of the armed forces in Ukraine, is a citizen of a NATO country. Uh, that's one-third of the forces fighting against Russia are NATO forces. So they're using NATO or American supplies, weapons, fancy armaments. Here it says about 200 units of the heavy, heavy military equipment. And up to 9,000 soldiers were involved in last week's offensive. Reportedly, forensic examination of the dead bodies from the offensive reveal that one in three soldiers operating under the Ukrainian Chevron was in fact a citizen of a NATO member state. So, let's put it this way. What if when we were in Afghanistan, what if roughly a third of the people fighting against America in Afghanistan, we were to find out that they were Russians? Would that anger us? And then we start discovering that the bullets that's being fired at us and all of the military equipment that they're using to kill American soldiers, let's say that most of that all came from Russia. Would that anger America? Well, that's what we're doing to them. So when Russia attacks and takes America out, Russia's going to say they attacked us first. We were just defending ourselves. These forces were 45 times superior to the units of the PDR, LPR, and Russia that were defending their positions in the region. It is expected that within days, the official assessment of the Russian Ministry of Defense will publicly be acknowledged that the armed conflict in eastern Ukraine has definitely escalated into a state of war between Russia and NATO. I'll read that again. Ukraine has definitely escalated into a state of war between Russia and NATO, with unpredictable results for all parties to the conflict. Well, I can predict what's going to happen. I know what's going to It's going to get, just like Dmitry was told. The Russian bear is going to grow bigger and stronger and more angry until finally she takes America out. Given the new reality, that is, in fact, an actual war between NATO and Russia. What's that, the third time they told us? Three times? We just can't seem to hear it would be ex- expedient to limit and complicate the provision and supply of the armed forces of Ukraine to the utmost. They have told the Russian bosses that all routes for the supply of weapons and material and technical means, bridges, railways, highways, places of concentration of troops and military equipment must be destroyed. He's saying, look it, I want you to put down the weapons, America. I want you to put down the weapons you're firing at my Russian friends, a Russian military. I want you to stop helping Ukraine. I want you to stop using Americans, NATO, NATO weapons, American weapons to fight against us. Are they kidding? They're not kidding. And that's another one of the reasons I'd recommend you get some food. Somebody said, "Why are you pushing Joseph Kitchen so much lately?" Well, I'll tell you. I believe that Joseph Kitchen was raised up first by me and now of course it's a it's an independent company. I believe it was raised up by God to to provide food for God's people in a time of trouble. There is a time of trouble coming. There is a famine coming. We're in a famine. There is a food shortage coming. And you should have enough food to stay in your home for at least a year. You need to have a water filter. I'd recommend Berkey Water Filters at prophecyclub.com. You also need to have the books at prophecyclub.com to explain to you about the last days. In other words... There's a lot of ways to get ready. And what I would suggest you do is just walk around your house for about a day and just keep saying, Lord, what do I do to to get prepared? Show me what I need to do to get prepared in Jesus' name. Okay, so Terry Saka, why should people call CornerstoneAssetMetals.com today? Well, we've had large developments. We all do know about the war with Ukraine and Russia, but what's happening in Europe, beyond the fact that they have f- uh, food rationing Energy rationing and the Rhine River, which is the heartland of the industrial world of Europe, is now drying up to the point where the barges can no longer go through. And now, the announcement just just yesterday that Russia was going to eliminate all Nord Stream energy flows to Europe is huge. So, what that's doing is it's making the euro currency crash way below parity, making the dollar really strong which has given you a tremendous buying opportunity because gold and silver is very cheap. But don't be fooled. It won't last long. Cornerstone, assetmetals.com. Call them, start some dialogue, open an account, and get yourself prepared for what is coming. Next is, I'll send you to empshield.com. If you use the promo word prophecy, you get a $50 discount. So, empshield.com, promo code prophecy.